The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. After a very warm afternoon, temperatures through the evening hours will drop gradually through the 70s and eventually land into the middle 50s by tomorrow morning. Much like what we had this morning, there is the potential for some early morning patchy areas of dense fog. Otherwise, tomorrow mostly to partly sunny skies, highs in the low 80s, even warmer by Wednesday and Thursday. We could be talking about near record heat from the UF Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Justin Butler. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Now, I was told this, he didn't interview well. I, I don't hear that very often with white coaches. I hear that a lot with African Americans. After a while, you understand how to interview. You understand what the questions are, what they want when you go in there. But the fact that Eric Bieniemy might have to go to another team. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes, and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. We're proud to be your home for Gators basketball. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Hey, did I mention how good you did on TV uh, this weekend? I don't know. Maybe. Are you listening to when I'm talking or not? Most of the time. Okay. You were good. You guys did great. You and uh, what's his name? Nick? Nick Belmonte. Yeah. That's it. All-time Gator great. I listened to a little of uh, Russell and uh, Costaldo, too, and they were fine. They did – I mean, not fine. They did great. They So, it was – now, again, it's always easier to 
broadcast, don't you find a team that's good than a team that's bad? Like, I cannot imagine what Sean Kelly's dealing with right now. Yeah, with basketball. It's oh, there, there's another basket for the other team. We're no, down, and, and I think we're down 40. You know, for his, I, I have people ask me, like, why don't you try to go somewhere else or do something different and be at a different school? Or, like, why? Like, I couldn't imagine broadcasting. Well, I'm one of those people that keeps asking. But that, I couldn't but. imagine broadcasting games where you're not good at everything. I mean, at least here you get the opportunity of basically everything. You know, obviously, football and basketball these last couple of years have been the greatest. But otherwise, everything that you're a part of is winning and doing really good so yep. there's not many other places in this country that would even be close no i mean you look within that little area there with uh football i mean i'm sorry with uh baseball and softball you know what they did this weekend was pretty impressive um to go 13 and, and they're now 13 and 0 between the two of them so um yeah i mean it's um for people like you and me that like all sports, it's, mm-hmm. it's a little more fun. Some people, though, are looking at, and I brought this up on the podcast today, Jeff, and maybe you can answer the question. Football and basketball have a real chance, and I think it's inevitable, to both be under 500 for the first time since 79. I've, I've used that stat before. I'm sorry, I had to look it up. How do we get here? How do we get to this place? Because I go back to 2000, it would have been 2008. And talking to Jeremy Foley after the 2008 football season and saying, man, it's what a run. It's been unbelievable. And Jeremy saying, I don't know why I can't continue. And I said, because it won't. Nobody ever does this. Nobody's ever done it before, and and you guys won't be able to do it, but you're going to have to then turn it around, you know, back again. And instead, it's kind of gone south the other way, you know, in, in terms of where they're at the point now where football and basketball could both be under 500 this year. And it's just um, – and I, as you know, I played golf with Rick Clarson on Friday. I did suffer through my sinus infection to play golf. Friday, and uh, like you were like Jordan for the flu game. I was, yeah, and I, and it, it kind of hit me on the back nine because it went thirty nine forty six. So I'm blaming the the sinus infection. Um, but we were talking about the last time Florida went had a losing season in both uh, football and basketball, and he was and one of them was his his. I don't know if it was junior year or whatever. Seventy nine, they went eight and sixteen or something like that. Eight, they were awful. They were bad. Um, but he was telling me he started telling stories about that year, and they were they were hilarious. One of them was how, and when they would go to Mississippi State to play basketball, the they would overinflate the balls, right? And they were they got used to them. It's almost like playing with the uh, the women's basketball. You know, it's smaller mm-hmm. and lighter. They it was like the opposite. They would make it bigger and harder to make. And so guys would go in there and they go, "Man, I can't shoot this ball. Can't shoot this ball." So Clarkson knew this, and he would go into the go to the game and go to warmups, and they'd hit him the ball, and he have a little 
you know, one of those little uh, deflators, needles, yeah. needles, and he'd stick it in the ball and deflate it down to where he wanted it. But then at halftime, they would get it, they would change the ball out, and then, of course, he couldn't make anything. In the second half, yeah. But, I mean, that's the world we lived in back then where Florida was 0-10-1 and 8-19. Um, it doesn't feel that bad, but it doesn't feel that good. No, but I think it's it's also really hard to do and obviously sustain it. You've even seen – Alabama, Georgia struggle in those sports just because they're good right now doesn't mean that they were good ten years ago. And right. And it was right before they hired Saban they were awful. And obviously Georgia didn't do anything before Kirby got there. So I think fans have to take that into perspective too. You you want to win now. But I think the difference is there well, I will say this. Alabama's three and nine is is Yeah, there were some hard really to rough escape, years. But that was the Mike DeBose when he said they were gonna win the national title that year. Um in Hoover. I was I mean not Hoover, but it was in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. I was there, I was standing there listening to him and I go, Well, probably not. You're really good, but you're not that good. And then he went three and nine. Um But you know, it it is depressing for Gator fans who are, are sitting there going, again, people who especially who went through the 06 to 08 run of football and basketball to sit here and go, look, we're we're just, what, 15 years later and we're bottom of the SEC. Not yeah. bottom of the SEC, Yeah, because when you're lower. going through it, you think, oh, this is the way it's going to be all the time. Yeah. But that's certainly not. I mean, I went to Omaha my first year and then never got back there. When you make a regional one year, that's right. So, so what? Just what year really did you not make a do. regional? Ninety nine. That was we a went Jason to Omaha Dill in ninety eight. Yeah. got hurt and just. God, it's amazing that never one put it all. Together. I remember he jumped up to catch a ball and came down weird, and he was done for the year. And that team went right off a cliff. Yeah. I, I, why did that happen? I tried to tell Lopes I could hit instead, and he wouldn't let me. I, mean, I think it's but an Andy Lopez decision. Why do, would one player? in baseball mean that much? Well, you don't think if Wyatt Langford was out of this lineup, it would completely change it? I think he'd make a regional. Well, because you have the pitching. I was on that pitching staff, so obviously we weren't very good. <laughs> was No, wait. That was no. That was the year you didn't pitch, wasn't it? No, I pitched in 99. Record? Don't remember. I can look it up. But Matt McClendon wasn't very good. He's supposed no. to be your number one guy. And there was just there were some guys that they just went off a cliff for some reason. I, I and it was it was close. Yeah, it was not like we were horrible, but we just we just missed the SEC tournament. And once that happened, then yeah, you, were you weren't going to go. So there's no NIT, is there no. for baseball? No NIT. But then the next year was Waco year, and you almost went went back to Omaha. So you're really really close. But you go from. You go from uh, going to Omaha to not making it to tournament to and then almost coming within Omaha one, again. one run of yeah making it to Omaha again yeah it that's that's the way sports is right yeah no it's, it's unscripted it's, it's really hard and to sustain it is really really hard and especially now I think it's just the new landscape of everything has completely changed it all and the way you have to now navigate through everything and i mean coaching's certainly different i think the athletes different yeah we didn't get to talk about this but you know the state of florida last week uh adjusted its nil rules and i don't know if it's going to make that much of a difference it's not even about to me 
it's not even about what you can do. I, I think it allows Florida to get control of a, a, a situation that was not under control. Would you agree with that? Mm-hmm. Okay, because you know more about it than I do. So they can control it a lot now. And I think that that's a big factor. But they still got to raise the money. The money's got to be there for them to be able to spend it. And you, But the, I, I, I really couldn't get a grip on it, what this meant. Does it mean now that Florida can contribute to that fund? Like, like the UAA or the UAA, I'm thinking of USAA, my insurance company, UAA, can they now say, hey, we're going to allocate a million dollars for NIL deals? I don't know the answer to that question. Do you? No. I, Shaking I gotta, your head's not going to No, I got to <laughs> I gotta look at it a little bit more and, and figure it out. I just haven't. With everything starting up, I didn't read into it. Enough. It felt like very political move, which is fine. You know, I know that happens every on both sides of the aisle, and that's fine. But um, I don't know what is if it's going to make a difference. If now Florida is going to get better players, or going to be more uh, of a battler in the NIL landscape. I think it's. I think I'm trying to put things the right way, but I'm not sure I am. But that, that's an interesting phenomenon too that we have to deal with. Yeah, that it is. All right, we need to deal with uh, one more pause for this hour. We call them breaks here in the radio oh, world. My bad. We'll okay. step aside for a break then, <laughs> and we will uh, come back wrap up the first hour. If you want to sneak in a call, you can three nine two eight two five five. You're listening to the tailgate. <laughs> Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it. I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. All right, happy Monday, everybody. I know you've made it through most of the day, but for us, gosh, we're just waking up. Duels had a, a little 2.30 p.m. wake-up call, and I was about <laughs> 3 o'clock just strolling in here out of bed Not because it was such quite, a busy weekend. Yeah, I mean, we all had busy weekends, didn't we? And, of course, I do want to tell everybody that um, I don't call in sick. You know that. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I was – devastated Thursday and I'm not even 100% recovered but just a bad really bad sinus infection which I get every every year on this time I feel bad for my wife who's dealing with uh, more and, and we she's tested three times for COVID she didn't have COVID but she's got a really bad cold which is still allowed I mean that happens in this world you get really bad yeah, cold or flu and she's waylaid still working but um Anyway, I, 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 I wish I could have been here last weekend, but I, it just... It well, the problem is you now are letting everyone know that I lied to them on the air. What'd you tell them? I told them you were like having this like really big autograph session, photo signing that yeah. 
people were wanted to do and, and I'm you couldn't sure get out of it. All of them bought it too. I'm sure they did. They all it was went. Like a, oh, or you could have said, you know, pets join the uh what was the one that in Dumber Dumber Dumb and Dumber that they the uh it was a Tropicana. Oh yeah. <laughs> At the <laughs> end got on the bus circuit. tour. You could have told them anything, but the bottom line was I, I couldn't even walk. I was so uh you know, I was so dizzy from the uh thing. So anyway, I'm feeling better, but not not a hundred percent. But I'm always happy to be in here and talk with the vo- sultry voice of Florida baseball because I I enjoyed watching all the all the games this weekend. It was good, good weekend for sure. I don't know how good they are. Yeah, I mean, the, the I, team they played wasn't very no, good, and and they gave them a lot of runs. Mm-hmm. But you still would rather be really good in the opening weekend. Yeah, then <laughs> yeah, then go one and two like Tennessee did, or one and two like Florida did last year. Yeah. Now Liberty was ten times better than yeah. Charleston Southern, but um, yeah, no, there. This is obviously a uh, when you can throw three starters out there touching ninety eight. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's gonna make a big difference. And I mean, to me, the biggest and, and best surprise was what Caglione did on the mound because. You looked at him throughout the inner squads and some of the things were happening. He he was dominant at times, but then also times he couldn't find the strike zone. And it's yeah, gonna be a concern. That's but, what yeah. you have to figure out. And he didn't have a walk until the very last hitter he faced. So one walk, nine strikeouts. Which, by the way, was the most strikeouts in a collegiate debut for a Florida Gator since Carson Whitson. Carson Whitson. I knew so, that. Why? Because you listened to the broadcast? No, I watched it, and I listened to a little bit of Steve Russell uh, when I was in the car. I did not know that was not thrown out to me. It was thrown out to me on FordaGators.com. Oh, okay. And we'll see Carson Whitson tomorrow. Cause he is, is he a, pitching? He's the pitching coach for USF. Is he really? Mm-hmm. So it'll be nice to see him so tomorrow. One of the great, the great stories of Omaha was me at the bar at the Omaha um, Hilton. And I'm talking to Carson Whitson's mom, and I was talking to her about man, yeah. So you know, I know your 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 husband played in the major leagues. She goes, no, he didn't. And I'm like, well, everybody assumed it was Ed Whitson that was the dad. No, he's not. I never heard that. No, there was a. Everybody was talking about that. They they assumed that was the case. Oh really? Yeah. I don't even know. Till I get to Omaha. Who is Ed Whitson? I don't even know who that I is. I think it was Ed Whitson. It was a pitcher named Whitson. I, anyway, he's a major league pitcher. I'll look him up. Okay. <laughs> well, yes, that was uh, not true. But I think all three of those guys have the chance to be pitching in the big league someday with Sprout, Waldrop, and what Jack Caglione was able to do. And I think offensively, it's really cool because Jack really wasn't that good. And Wyatt wasn't really that good, but they still scored a, a million runs. So to not have your th- two and three hitters, or you know, right there in the middle part of the order, not contributing a ton, I think you got to uh, say that that was pretty special because there was a lot of con- contributions to other people throughout the lineup, and you know that eventually you're going to have both of those guys hitting. So I thought that was a kind of well, cool weekend. Yeah, and and that's the thing, Jeff. You know this as well as anybody. Um, Everybody finds their their kind of niche where they get hot. You know, everybody gets hot at some point. I'm not worried about Wyatt Langford, obviously. Um, 
you know, Colby Halter didn't hit it all this weekend. No. But was unbelievable at third base. Yeah, I mean, had a couple of really nice plays. Yeah. Ed Whitson, by the way, won 126 games in the major leagues. For who? For different teams. He was mm-hmm. everywhere. He was uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, I'll look it up for you. But, I mean, you, the baseball guy, should know this. Uh, Pittsburgh, San Francisco, Cleveland, San Diego. And York, when did he retire? Yankees, Toronto. When did he retire? Uh Padres, his last year was 91. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That's a bad That's a bad whiff on your part. That is a bad whiff. <laughs> and this, this wasn't a bad whiff. It would have almost been really, really cool if it happened. But, you know, this year they're doing this really cool promotion out of, I the, out of the ballpark. I heard you talk about yeah. that. So, yeah. so Davis Chevrolet is offering someone a brand new car. If a grand slam is hit in the fourth inning of any home game. So, you know, you had a few people sign up, but it's really hard to do, let alone hit a grand slam. It has to be in the fourth inning. So it has to be the what? The ideal situation. Yeah. You know, it's not like. Well, you got to get the bases loaded. Yeah, you got (laughs) to get the bases loaded. All these things have to happen. So the fourth inning comes up in the first game of this new promotion with Davis Chevrolet. And guess what? Bases get loaded. Who's coming to the plate? Wyatt Langford. And you're like, oh, my God, is it going to be the first time of the first game that we're going to actually see a grand slam? And it doesn't happen because they hit him and he ends up walking. But then Caglione's next, and you're like, okay, what if Cags hits a grand slam? I mean, he has the ability to do it. So it didn't happen Friday. And then guess what? Sunday. Saturday. No, it happened again Saturday. So the first two days of this promotion with Davis Chevrolet, it – basically happened twice. Now, the Grand Slam wasn't hit, so that shows you how hard it is to, to be hit. But the coolest part was after Friday's game, you know, then you have to go up online and sign up. 1,700 people signed up <laughs> after Friday night. <laughs> so then, gonna yeah, every I'm going to happen every I'm going to try to ha- make this and happen on Saturday. And those 1,700 people were like, oh, I've got a chance. It's going to happen again. Yeah, so uh, that was really cool. And I knew that, all that, because... I listened to and watched all your broadcasts, and you did a great job. Well, thank you. You're always it's, good. It's fun to be that. back. Yeah. And just it have is. fun. It was, and again, it was a nice weekend. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, this will be a good two-game series they got coming up with USF, you know, yeah. going down there and being on the road. That'll be that'll be all the I, – I think it's a really good team. We'll find out how good they are. And, again, a lot of it has to do with those three guys not only – I mean, I don't think they're going to do what they did this weekend, every weekend, obviously in the SEC, but staying healthy. It's going to be a huge factor. They can stay healthy. Don't forget what happened last year with some of those guys. Yeah, I mean, but the depth is there. Who'd they start? Barco? I know Coppola. Who was the middle starter? Uh, Man- Timmy Manning? Timmy Manning, very good. Yeah. yeah. And and two of those – well, the Timmy Manning never got hurt, though, did No, he, he just – The other two guys got hurt. Pooped the bed. Yeah, and they were, they were done, so – that was their starting threesome in the uh, opening game last year, and it's a little bit better this year. That it is. And you can't get much better than what softball's doing either, so congratulations to them. Know, baby. They continue to, to really pound the baseball. Ironwood's own intern, Skylar Wallace, was the SEC Player of the Week. Thanks to my uh, tutelage. I think it says that on her little uh It should on the bio, right? <laughs> yes. The, I don't even know what you get for Player of the Week because – you know, I I told the story before about 
I, I've talked to uh, Jason Odom about this. When he was when the blocking award, the Jacobs blocking trophy, which you get as the best blocking player yeah. in the SEC, right? They give it out every year. He didn't get anything for it. He didn't give even a certificate. That's messed up. I know. So um, I'm wondering if you get a certificate or if it's just an acknowledgement. It's just a tip of the hat. Well done, young lady. No, I think they give you like a little 8 by 10 certificate or something. You can. I want to see him. Hang on there. We will what see. would you do with that? Like, it, well, you it would have been a big deal, but yeah, I would have framed it. If you were Skylar Wallace, or if you were Lauren Hager, or we get so many of them. <coughs> Wyatt Langford, you're you're probably taking those and going, eh, it's nice. No, because it's really hard to do. It's still hard to do, but it doesn't mean that you're going to frame it. Well, you only get one. Yeah, but if you got like nine, yeah, then you'd be like Willie Mays Hayes, hang up all the batting gloves when he steals a base. Right. Yeah, and I saw Karen and I have started watching Jack Ryan, the one with Krasinski, mm-hmm. and we're only three or four or four episodes in, and there's a scene where a guy who sh- sh- takes people down with drones literally blows them up, and he would get a dollar every time he did from his colleague, and he he, he had a, just like Willie Mays says he had to put, put it on the wall, all up on the wall, and I was like. That's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> that it's not. Well, same thing happens. If you want to call, you can. Kate is here. She will answer those phone calls today. 392-8255. We talked about the positive, certainly. Also do have to hype up uh, swimming and diving teams. Absolutely. For the uh, men and women as they are SEC champs. SEC championships mean something to me, and I think they do to you, Jeff. Yeah. What, no matter what sport they're in. I mean, it, uh, look, I know a lot of people will say, well, if you're not good in football, it doesn't matter. And I, I agree. I mean, football runs the show, but it doesn't mean you don't want to be good in everything else. And I tell you what, everybody can criticize Scott Strickland for some of the hires he's made, but he hired Anthony Nesty, and he made him the women's coach. And what did, what did they do? First time in 30 years they win uh, the SEC championship of both sports. Yep. I mean, both. Men and women, yeah. Yeah. So pretty cool there. Uh, Basketball not as good with uh, both the men and women falling short. I don't even even know what the women did. I assume they got destroyed. Actually, it was a 12-point game. They only lost by 12 to Kim Mulkey. Pretty good, huh? No, 11. It was 90-79. to what would it? What would have been? I don't know. You, I'm sure you didn't go to the women's game. I couldn't. It was the same as baseball. I know, but I'm just. But saying, I would have gone over and heckled her. What? What would? I tell you, what was the hardest thing about Friday night when they lost in gymnastics, which never yeah. happens. But they look. The gymnastics score they put up was fine. I mean, it was just yeah, LSU. Just yeah, LSU was hit really everything, good. and they were at home, and yeah. it might have been. But to see Kim Mulkey sitting there in the front row. And then, then she comes to Gainesville, and I, I, it's just too much for me. I'm, I'm mokied out. <laughs> me too. All right, well, don't be uh, out. Don't be scared. Who's Mr. Mulkey, by the way? Have you I ever have met no him? idea. Give us a call, 392-8255. It's a Sonic Sound Off Monday, and we'll get after it next here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Alex Wynn. The number 7 Gators baseball team opened their season this weekend with a series sweep over Charleston Southern. 
The Gators outscored the Buccaneers 37-5 over three games. Tomorrow night, Florida travels to USF to begin a two-game series. On the other diamond, the number three Gators softball team destroyed the competition in the T-Mobile tournament. They won all five of their games this weekend and remain undefeated this season. On Sunday, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. edged out Joey Logano in double overtime to win the Daytona 500. And today on Sports Scene with Steve Russell, Athletic Director Scott Strickland said that the program plans for renovations to Ben Hill Griffin Stadium that could cost, quote, up to a few hundred million dollars. I'm Alex Wynn. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jamil, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports cards, whether it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck. We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh!, all the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry and shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators. There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. I don't know, cheese has been around hundreds of years too. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Sports scene with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. I know you love that song, Jeff. It's catchy. It's a great song. That I think that came from 
the album that changed my life. There's it's not many albums you can say change your life. Okay. Or soundtracks, I should say. But Garden State was one that changed my musical taste. The Garden State soundtrack. There were songs I never, I wasn't even aware of the Shins and all these groups. And after that movie, I went, I got to get that soundtrack. Got the soundtrack. It, it kind of blossomed me into, and I know a lot of people care about that because they're they're concerned about my music taste. Probably so. <laughs> I'm just trying to f- kill three two hours here, man. I mean, well, call us up if you don't want to listen to Pat. Just kill time. <laughs> Can uh, talk some sports, and it was certainly a busy sports weekend. You know, fun stuff of everything went on. If you're a big NASCAR fan, the Daytona 500, of course, happened. I've been I watched a little bit, a couple of those over the years. Were you I tuned aware? in twice, and there were both wrecks. Were you aware that they were stage racing? Do you know what stage racing is? I know is? what that's that is. I didn't I didn't know what it was or that they were doing it, but they did it. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching and they're saying stage two, and I'm like, what? I don't I didn't even I had to look it up. Yeah, there's an overtime and could have been double overtime. It was double overtime, actually. Yeah. So wreck it wreck there on the last lap allows them to win. But there was a lot of it was the longest Daytona five hundred in history. I, I thought I everyone imagine sitting there that long. I thought everyone I covered was the longest one in history. Yeah, I yeah. did cover a bunch of them. Though. But there's people that love it. Like my my dad's there working and watching. Oh, it and he loves it to death. So. It's the only race I'll watch. And I, look, I've got nothing against NASCAR. Nothing against uh, the people that love NASCAR. It's just not my thing. I got enough yeah. on my plate. But uh, that's the one race I'll watch. So I did watch uh, a lot of it. I, I know golf is your thing. I so watch a lot of that. Fun to watch the golf over the weekend. John Rahm wins again. Got a uh, number one. Got a threat from Max Homa, but he kind of screwed up there out of the bunker. He did, yeah. Trying to trying to hold it. It's all he could do. But then he almost hold the next shot. It just wasn't enough. But yeah, he was good down the stretch. Was was John Rahm? Tiger ends up making the cut and played pretty well. So that was under. Yeah, that was neat. At to least see. he got through four rounds. That's yep. And it obviously helps, especially, I mean, it's his tournament, so it helps when you're there and people watching and in contention, all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, look, my gut is that he's never going to win another major, okay? No. There's too many good golfers. Yes, exactly. The only chance he has is Augusta, and then when they play the Open at – St. Andrews, because he he just knows the course so well, and he can manage his way around. I mean, he shot, he made the cut, and that gives you something. But um, I think he's, you could see even the last day he was really struggling to get down the fairway. Well, you got to completely change his swing because he can't really use his leg, right. which is nuts because you need that for golf. And that's why you don't hit it far anymore. You got no hip turn or legs and bad back and all that stuff. And, and I mean, he's he's got a fused knees, back, yeah. so you can't expect hey, them. He's to got his real knees though. Yeah, he's got that going for him. That's true. So that's at least good. Yeah. So, and I and I did not. I figured you could come in and help me. And I and I talked to to Sean Kelly a little bit about it on Sunday, but just it seems like basketball without Colin is is outmanned, and. Arkansas is really good in the paint anyway. That's kind of what they excel at. And to not have Colin in there, they had 53 points in the paint. 
So there's no way that you're going to be able to keep up with that. Now that he's out of there, you can't expect Florida to really compete anymore. So it's it's kind of sucks because it would have been nice oh, to see sucks a lot. if they maybe could have had a nice little run and tr- maybe won, all, won them all down the stretch, especially getting Kentucky at home on Wednesday. But you just, you're now not going to know. And I guess you may not even win one or two of them. Without Castleton, I don't know how they're going to win. You lost your best player. I mean, the only ones I can see him winning LSU because LSU is yeah, terrible. But um, I'm not sure that this Florida team without Castleton is not as bad. Um, and that is, and that goes back to where people are critical of Todd Golden, the roster he put together in his first year. Now, again, it's his first year, so get, you know he's got nothing to sell. And I, I, it cracks me up when people say this, okay, Jeff, and I'm going to get off on a tangent here. Okay. When people say this, this should never happen at the University of Florida. They're going to be under 500 this year, okay? They're not going to win enough games to be over 500. Yeah. They're not going to the NIT. They're not going anywhere. We all know that. This should never happen at the University of Florida. Well, why? What is Florida – what has the University of Florida done – to make sure it is elite in basketball. They had one great coach, and they had a guy they ran out of town who made the tournament almost every year. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's that's what Florida is in basketball. I don't see why Florida should have – you look at North Carolina, for example. North Carolina, preseason number one, and it wasn't even a question who no, preseason number one was. Yeah. Everybody back from a final – national championship run. I mean, they got to the finals and lost to Kansas. They're, they may not make the tournament yeah. at all with the same guys. So I, I don't want to hear that, that Florida, it should never happen to the University of Florida. It's, it's It could happen easily, and it has happened this year. Yeah, and imagine if Todd Golden didn't convince Castleton to come back, what this team would have been. Yeah, I... I it's I don't know they they it almost feels like a very similar situation to what Billy Napier is dealing with, where he had to and it's different in that he had to kind of clean house and he's starting from scratch, whereas Todd Golden came in and convinced guys some guys to come back, uh, one of them I wish he hadn't but that, I'm not going to get into that, um, but they, it wasn't that talented a team to begin with, and then he I think I will say this. I think he's done a poor job of evaluating guys who could play in this conference from other teams. In other words, the guys he's brought in, whether yeah. it's Trey Bonham, whether it's, um, you know, I mean, I hate to say you it. You could even say Alex Fudge. Oh, I, I, and I thought Alex Fudge was a great get when they got him because yeah. he's so athletic, but he's not ready for SEC play. Mm-hmm. So – it's going to, hey, look, I think most people are just basically just clicking it off and going, hey, we're done with it. Let's move on to baseball and softball. Um, and that's sad. It's sad that, that it's gotten to that point, but it is what it is, and we'll see what he can do going forward. We will see. All right, back to the phones we go. Our Titan MRI hotline has Austin on it next. What's up, dude? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good, good. Uh, you know, I was listening to the show you guys were talking, and when Pat said he didn't think we were going to make the NIT, I was like, I got a call. You know, I mean, you know, I think, you know, obviously without Castleton, we're going to struggle. But, you know, I think at least we'll make the NIT, you know, like so the NCAA is out of the out of uh, 
I mean, that's still not even out of um, the picture at this point, but, you know, it seems it's very It's not unlikely. out of the picture, but they've got to win enough games to be over 500. I mean, and they've got five left, a uh, minimum of five games left. They're one game over 500. I don't see where they're going to get three wins. Right. Yeah, I mean, Kentucky, that's going to be really tough. But, you know, maybe at Georgia and then, you know, um, LSU here and then I think – at Vandy will be tough too. So yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I'm just I just I'm kind of looking at the glass with a gator glasses on or something. But you know, hopefully we'll uh, get something going. But thank you guys. Enjoy the show. All right, awesome. Thank you. I don't think anybody wants this team to make the NIT. To be honest with you, I mean, do you do you want to? Yeah, I mean, watch they only them? scored sixty five points and they couldn't defend the pain. It'd be tough. I don't want to watch. Them yeah, because you don't want them to be in the NIT and then all of a sudden they're playing a. Just a really small school or something, and then they throttle them, and that's like their World yeah, Series. They're or, like at St. Well, St. Mary's will be in the NCAA tournament. They're at Mercer. Mercer, yeah. And Mercer it, beats them, yeah. and then they got bragging rights, that's and like, you don't want to see that. And, it's almost like um, when they played UCF in football two mm-hmm. years ago. You know, you're like, God, it's the worst thing you could possibly do. You'd rather not make a bowl game than have to go to play UCF uh, where they're going to be, it's going to be the biggest game of the year for them. But, I mean, you lost your guy that's leading your team in scoring, rebounding, block shots. He was second in assists. He was really good. Like, what do you expect? I, I, I feel bad for him because – I would expect you to have a second – Well, somebody, coach. yeah. They don't have anybody. They don't. Jatobo's not – No, I'm saying a second player. Oh, to, to even do some all. damage and take over? Yeah, yeah, I mean, Kugel is has done pretty well, but don't forget, he's also in the last two games made one of – 10, I think, free, uh, three-point shots. Um, you know, you don't get much. Lofton's okay. He's not a bad player. He's – I don't know if he's a he, – he's an SEC caliber point guard, but not to be a main guy. Um, Richard can make some threes, but that's pretty much all he does. I mean, there's just not a lot of guys there. I thought it was going to be a better team, and they thought it was going to be a better team. And sometimes I wonder, and this is why, Jeff, when in the spring, when we're going to hear from Billy Napier, because we can't hear from assistants, but we're going to hear from Billy Napier about this team in football, um, I always take it with a huge grain of salt and that that's what he wants you to hear. It's not necessarily what's going on because we can't watch. Mm -hmm. So – uh, now, in in basketball's case, they did invite the media to come in all preseason, and I I I got to be confess I didn't go to any of them. I don't have to go to any of them. I don't work for a newspaper anymore. But the guys who went thought they were going to be a lot better than they are. They just haven't hadn't worked out. All right. Well, we'll take a break. We'll come back and keep your phone calls coming. Three nine two eight two five five. If you want to come join us here on a Sonic Sound Off Monday. It's happening with the Gator Nation. Hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 043. 
Good afternoon. I'm Matthew Rothman. The Florida Gators baseball team swept a three-game series over Charleston Southern during the weekend after winning 8-0 on Sunday to complete the sweep. The Gators will take on South Florida in Tampa on Tuesday, which is the first of a two-game series against the Bulls. The Gators softball team won both of their games on Sunday against Central Michigan and Delaware State to move to 10-0 on the year. Florida will travel to California for the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic starting on Thursday against Cal State Fullerton and UCLA. Today on Sports Scene with Steve Russell, Athletic Director Scott Strickland said that the program is in the works of planning new renovations to Ben Hill Griffin Stadium that will cost, quote, a few hundred million dollars. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matthew Rothman. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. The holidays are here, and as much as we like friends and family coming over, sometimes there are those few that make the house smell like poo-poo. Well, there's an easy solution for the ones you don't want in the house. Show them the outhouse, because with Florida Portable Services, it's as easy as you not liking that casserole that Grandma brought over. They provide portable toilets, restroom trailers with AC, and you can even listen to music and watch TV while you pee. Call 1-800-864-5387 and book your reservation today. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. Get ready for International Diamond Center's largest bridal event ever with a head-to-head matchup of the nation's two most acclaimed ring designers, Takori and Viraggio. It's next weekend, March 3rd, 4th, and 5th. For the first time ever, IDC's flying in the entire collections from these iconic designers. All the newest creations with special cash incentives and long-term zero-interest financing. There has never been a better time to get the ring of your dreams. These are the best of the best in stunning handcrafted bridal jewelry. Takori from California with its signature crescent design. And Viraggio from New York with its distinctive, unique look unlike any other. Compare these spectacular rings side by side. And if you buy the ring and the matching band during this event, IDC will give you $1,500 towards your purchase. Plus, we're opening up the vault with thousands of GIA and Forevermark diamonds to choose from. And exceptional prices for this three-day buying opportunity. Don't miss the two most sought-after designers, Takori and Viraggio, coming together on the IDC stage for three incredible days. March 3rd through 5th. With special incentives and zero-interest financing. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. The big screen. Big screen. The atmospheric lighting. Atmospheric lighting. The unbelievable sound. There's only one place you could be. Uh, yeah. Um, at my house? Oh, yes. Very nice. Get the home theater you have always dreamed of. Electronics World in Gainesville. Visit electronicsworld.net for more information. 
The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. I'm playing this just for you, Jeff. It's a good song. It's a great song. It was uh, released 50 years ago today. Think about that. Wow. Guy had unbelievable range. Harry Nielsen. I went to junior college with his brother. Wow. It's a beautiful song. He was one of those few guys that could get that high octaves. They called him the American Beatle. Really? Yes. And he ended up being really close friends with John Lennon. I'll never forget the album that he put out, Nielsen Schmielsen, which was never toured, never did concerts. He hmm. just didn't want having. He wanted to make studio music. Fifty years ago, and of course Harry Nielsen died at a very. It was not that young. I think he was like fifty-three, maybe. But uh, that's young. Yeah, it is young. Younger than me. Very true. I could go at sixty-eight. We know. There's a uh, you know you start to get ads and stuff on Twitter and different things are happening. I saw a shirt today. I almost I almost bought it. It said Nielsen Smilson? No. It <laughs> talked about um, something about being, gosh, I'll have to find it again. It's actually pretty funny. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious, I think. <laughs> what did it say? It makes um, me want to get a Nielsen Smilson oh, shirt. I don't know. Let's talk to Steven. Change the subject. Steven, what's up? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, I got a gripe against WRUF. I'm a uh, Listen to the softball game. I believe it was Saturday. <clears throat> I listened to a lot of it, so <clears throat> I may not be exactly right, but uh, it's three to two, um, <clears throat> going into the bottom of the seventh, and they cut away to prepare for the baseball game, and the baseball game did the, the lead into the baseball game didn't start for ten minutes, and softball won four to three. You know, I would have sure liked to listen to that. I, I'm sure I'm talking to deaf ears. There's nothing to do about it. But you would think maybe they would, with that close, finish the game and then flip over. It's just not the way the hierarchy works. So they, they have to do what they're told to do. So it's not a RUF problem. It's when, when baseball is on the air, then that takes priority over softball no matter what. So that's, that's how it worked. Hierarchy by... University of Florida. Yep, University of Florida. Oh, oh, okay. Athletic oh, Association. I... Blame them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, then, then I'm blaming them. I mean, it kind of, it, it kind of pissed me off. I mean, I would love to hear the, them score the last two runs in the bo- bottom of the seventh, wouldn't you? Yeah, but, I mean, there's there's other means to also listen to it, so it's not like they're just completely cutting you off and saying, hey, screw you, you can't listen to softball. So, I mean, the UAA has, has other options, and you can get on – you'd have to go online and, and be able to listen to it that way but they're not they're not trying to screw you Stephen. that's just you know the way the way that it works and in a perfect yeah. world softball yeah. would have been over and it wouldn't even have been an issue at all 
I watched three baseball games this weekend that weren't on TV. Yeah. Technically, they weren't on TV. I watched all three of them. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, I watched uh, yesterday's, I think. Anyway, I, I, it just made me mad. I, they told you how to go to it, but I'm sure by the time you uh, could figure that out and get to it on your computer or whatever, it's probably over anyway. I just, I was just disappointed. That's all. I guess I'm just griping. No, I, I, I totally get that. I understand that. But um, the problem is that Florida has so many sports that need to be on radio and there's only one station well there's two technically um you know the country and the and the, or as they used to say there's two kind of music two kinds of music country and western but but here it's country and sports and nobody else is doing that anymore so uh it's very difficult for for florida and for wruf to Get all these sports. You got basketball. You got baseball. You got softball. Um, all going on. I mean, we're not even talking about the number one sport in town right now, which is gymnastics. So, and they don't even obviously don't do radio. You would never want to hear or listen to radio on gymnastics. <laughs> and that was yeah. um, oh, she did a triple lutz. That's unbelievable. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, I would just been nice to be able to switch over to the country station or something just for the last half of the inning. That that's all. I'm it's just, just yeah, it's just, a, it's a lot more complicated than that, Stephen. But I, I understand. Okay, thank you guys. Yep, thank you. Yeah, I. Um, it is hard because, for example, this week there were softball games on so usually at the end of the basketball game i'll flip on to get a one quote i i do this thing where i have if i'm not at the game obviously i wasn't at in fayetteville um i'll just flip on the uh station and listen to todd golden's and just to put the one quote in well so it would have been what wednesday when they played um I couldn't get a quote because I didn't realize it was on the country station. So I'm like, I right, what? And then I went to 98.1. I go, wait, maybe it'll be on here. No, there's, you know, they had gone off softball, but it, they weren't going to pick it up on. It, it's very complicated and complicated me because I'm easily complicated. But Saturday I called Seth and got the answer and I was able to go to the country station, get the quote. Boom. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I know you're concerned about me all the time, Jeff. Not really. <laughs> no, you don't wake up in the morning and go, I wonder what Pat's thinking right now. No, I just, I mean, there, there's obviously options the and different ways to, to do it. I think that's the the good part about technology now. And, you know, I think there, there's people that work really hard to try to make it all work and piece it together. And Can you imagine what it was like in the 70s? Yeah. Where you couldn't listen. Well, there was no softball. You couldn't listen to baseball. I mean, hardly. Um, yeah, different world now, and it's better, but then we get reliant on it being so great. And this is the problem that obviously everybody – but it wasn't a problem at baseball this weekend. I mean, those crowds for a – they're playing against a bad team, but the weather was perfect, and I think they had 18,000 for the three Just games. over 18,000. It was – Although, I want you to solve – I want you to stop doing this, okay? Okay. On, on TV. Or radio. Don't say 18,000 people showed up. 
because a lot of them came three all three nights. So technically, eighteen thousand people did not show up. Eighteen thousand people made their way through the turnstile. No, that's incorrect. One person can still do it each day, but it doesn't mean eighteen thousand people. There's still a person. That's like saying, "All right, we're going to do a census here." And we're going to count all you people that, that show up every time for the census. So even though you only have 6,000 people here, we're going to count it as 18. So if we said 10 people showed up for the week inside the studio. That's wrong? I would say total attendance was 18,000. I'm going to I'm gonna get you straightened out on that. Okay, but again, so if we show up every day this week, which we're not doing a show Friday, but we said there's 10, 10 people showed up. For the five days of shows, that's wrong. It is wrong, yes. It is incorrect. Okay. There will be two people here. Well, it'll actually be three because Robbie's going to do the show tomorrow. All right. We got to By the way, Mary, Mary Howard corrected me. Triple Lutz is not is ice skating, not gymnastics. But I was just. Right. Back with more right after this. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we you are spoke, ESPN We listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Got chronic joint pain but want to avoid steroids and surgery? Take some advice from pro football legend Emmett Smith. Call QC Kinetics. Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life with biologic therapies that get your body to repair and restore damaged tissue. These exciting new regenerative treatments from local medical professionals can help your body heal itself with lasting pain relief. Trust me, you want to avoid surgery if you can. Check out these biologic treatments to see what your options are. QC Kinetics, restorative, regenerative solutions with no downtime, no surgery, no drugs. I'm talking about joint pain we all can relate to in your knees, your shoulders, your hips, and your lower back. They'll get you feeling good again. Get relief now. What are you waiting on? Make the call to QC Kinetics. Tell them Emmett Smith sent you. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. 
Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five-star treatment. Titan MRI is a place where your doctors are sending their family. So when you need an MRI, call Titan first, and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore dueling the grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold it's time to tailgate here are jeff and pat you know what a uh, triple x is yes. ice skating what does that mean you go up and you flip three times in the air? Yes. Triple Lutz. It's not a gymnastics term. I yeah, I could have told you that. I just didn't want well, to call you out. I have it stuck in my mind because... No. Do you know what the, a triple Lindy is? Yes, I do know what that is. That was done by the legendary... I'm, I'm not going to say Rodney Dangerfield because I'm trying to think of his name. F- uh, Fielding... Four... What? Thornton Mellon. Yeah, that's who it was. Yeah, Thornton Mellon's tall and fat. Tall and fat. That was the store that got him all the money. Uh, it's a good movie. Back to School. Great movie. It is good. If you have not seen it. Speaking of... Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, young Robert Downey Jr. was in Before that. Before he became... Uh, Iron Man. Iron Man. Yeah, speaking of... And Chaplin. Diving, swimming, all that. Swimming. Swimming and diving again. Congratulations to uh, both the men's and women's teams for winning the SEC championships. I went to lunch today. SEC Network was showing it, and this lady was at the table next to me, and she saw it on a TV far away, and then she asked the waitress, hey, can you put this on? And then somebody came and sat down about 10 minutes later. I didn't want to break her heart, but then sits down, and she's like, yeah, I've got the swimming and diving. The Gators are doing good right now, and... I heard the guy say, well, uh, they already won this weekend. She was so upset that he <laughs> spoiled watching it for her. You should have gone up. But it was go. pretty funny. That's That guy's wrong. They they actually extended the meet. And I, so, yeah. I, Florida's in trouble. I hope, they, I hope they're going to be able to pull this out. See if they can make it. Make her, make her happy. And then she would have walked out with, like, the last race to go. So. Yeah. so congratulations to them. Of course, baseball, softball, great weekends as well. Gymnastics falls to LSU. But they still – did no their biggie. thing. No LSU biggie. just was really good and 
Gators had kind of one not so good. That's the thing about sports that is fascinating is all of our championships are decided for the most part in front of neutral crowds, right? Mm-hmm. Now you've always got support. You know, I, I I'll never forget as long as I live, I'll never forget the number of people that were there in 2006 for basketball in Indianapolis. It was a, a great, I mean, it was still a neutral crowd. and But there were as many Florida fans, if not more, than UCLA fans uh, for that championship game. Um, but for the most part, it's still a pretty neutral crowd. I think other than football, where you get in the semifinals especially, you know, when you're playing in Atlanta and you're Georgia, mm-hmm. you've, got a, you've got an advantage there. But we base our predictions on what teams do at home. Like LSU, that was unbelievable. They were they were incredible. I'll give them credit. They were they were spot on everything. I watched the whole meet. And Florida was good. They just weren't quite good enough and you get an advantage with the uh as we all as we see all the time with referees and in basketball. I don't know in baseball, how much do you think umpires are affected by the home crowd? I don't think a lot. I don't think much. I think basketball, they're affected a little bit. I think football, they're affected a little bit. I don't think they're overly affected that much, but you, you think they are. Gymnastics, I think they're affected a lot. I think the crowd yeah, losing their minds yeah. when Influence somebody – Influence the next score. Because yeah. such a judgment call. And the, and the scores tend to go up as, as you go along. You know, if, if you do the same routine and then the same next person does the exact same routine – might get a higher score because the crowd got a little louder. Yeah, yeah and, and baseball, it almost – I mean, if I am the home plate umpire and I'm at a home venue, those are the guys that are yelling and screaming at me more yeah, because they're, right. they're MFing you because you don't make the right yeah. call, then I would then be more prone to say, okay, well, forget you guys. I'm going to help out the, the visiting team then tick you off even more. So let me ask you this, too. Let's go back to baseball. What did you think of the pitch clock? We saw it happen in the first game where a guy didn't get it off in time and ended up walking. He yeah. was called a ball. It'll never be an issue for the Gator pitchers because no. they work so quick anyway. Caglione probably goes, hey, you owed me about 47 seconds. Yeah. You know, But for opposing teams, uh, they were they were close. And it made them – I mean, I liked it because you don't have all this wasted time. You don't have a guy – you know, walking off the mound, grabbing the rosin bag, flipping it up Grab and down. Scratch. Yep, doing all that stuff. And you just you get it and go. Well, I think I, the interesting part will be now there's a pitch clock when there's somebody on the bases as well. So if you're trying to throw that, over. That was huge, yeah. You can still waste time by throwing over. You can't just step off anymore, that, though. If now, you step off, you have to throw to a bag. The guy that, yeah, you do. I, I saw that uh, somebody had to throw to second. But the guy that pitched uh, Sunday's game uh, was a legit arm. I mean, he was throwing 90. Th- I mean, that's amazing that uh, Charles Southern had a uh, Sunday pitcher that was throwing 93. Yeah, he was their best guy. They they He's normally their Friday guy. They moved him to Sunday just to try to win one. I don't think they knew they, knew they weren't going to beat Sprout and Waldrop. Here's one thing and you have to do. they were hoping they could you beat. You have to score a run. Caglione, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they didn't hit too well, so it was good. All right, we'll talk about that and many other things with all of you. Let's get after it. Hour two, our Titan MRI hotline, and John joins us next. Hey, John. Hey, uh, thanks for taking my call. You're talking about uh, the thing with the TV and not getting your games. 
we just live in a, a wonderful world today. My wife and I graduated from Florida, and well, I did in 75. We moved to Georgia. And to listen to the football games, we had honest got a little tiny transistor radio. And one of us would have to stand by the washing machine. And both of us couldn't hear, so the other one that would have to tell us what was going on. So, you know, we got it made today. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. No, even in the uh, – in the, I was telling the story today on my podcast about having to cover the uh, Daytona 500 the year that Bush was there. Um and uh, I had a, a hard time getting there. And then I ended up, you know, I did. I watched the Florida Miami baseball game on GameCast. And so it's like oh. ball strike. <laughs> but that that was as, as much as I could do. Now I, I sat there all weekend. I was sick. I was home all, all weekend. I watched all three games on, on, on games that weren't televised, technically. So You can find them everywhere. Yeah, hey, it's a, it is a wonderful world we live in. I agree with you on that. What? One thing you brought up about the umpires, and I wanted to just kind of jump in on that. I used to umpire high school and in, in the college baseball, and I really, truly don't think umpires are affected by the crowd. Number one, I mean, everything's really cut and dry, number one. But number two, it's like, whatever you said, you get on my ass, you're, it's not helping you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but I think umpires get it right down the middle every time. But that's just me. No, I don't. Yeah, look, I, I think there is bad umpire. It doesn't mean that they are affected by the crowd. Yeah, or prejudiced in any way. I think that they they do the best job. And I think most basketball umpires are the same way. I think basketball, they're right on top of you, and the coaches are screaming in your ear. Some of them are, the like I call it, the sixth defender. They're three feet on the court screaming at the referee while the ball's in play. Um, so I think it affects it probably – if I was going to bet on it, I would bet it affects it more in basketball than any other sport. Well, I guess we lost him. Or maybe the cattleman just cut him off so he could get on. So let's talk to him. Could be. Mikey, what's up? Hey, guys. Got some content for you all today, okay. I think. First off, I'm going to go a little radical with you all off the jump. Um, guys uh, – Florida's baseball park's beautiful. Um, Tennessee's been out in Phoenix on MLB TV. Why doesn't Florida, by the way, Jeff, participate in these showcase uh, deals? Um, Sully just doesn't necessarily like it. The the schedule's already hard enough anyway. You look at a lot of those other teams, and they don't have the midweek competition like Florida does. And Florida's always got one of the toughest strength of schedules in the entire country, so there's really no need to sit there and – play teams like that when you're playing really quality regional opponents during the midweek and Tennessee's getting a bunch of cupcakes like or Alabama or other places yeah, you like got that. Miami and FSU yeah. on the so there's there's really no need yeah. to yeah and, and of course Florida enjoys great weather anyway that's the reason to go to Phoenix in the first sure. place but being on MLB TV is kind of cool but I've got kind of a radical thought for you guys I know this is a competition and everybody wants to win and all this why not have say Florida guys because of the beautiful stadium and the weather just Host all SEC baseball games till the first of April. Well, they could if they want to, but I mean, other teams want to have it. Uh, I mean, Tennessee probably wish they didn't go out to Arizona. Right? Wait, wait, hold, I just I'm trying to understand more. You're saying just Florida have home games 
first. I mean, just I mean, just like you know, like spring training in baseball. Why not just make Florida the spring training well, for the SEC? Maybe Florida. Yeah, you could do that. But I mean, I don't just, think. I don't know. I mean, a bunch of teams want to have home games. They want to yeah. get the revenue. Yeah, yeah okay. I, I know everybody's wanting to win the conference standings and all that. But you know, you got. I'm not so much. You know, Tennessee's got bad weather. What about Kentucky? What about Missouri? What about Arkansas? Yeah, brutal. Yeah, you've got Florida. You got that beautiful ballpark. Why not throw some trailers up and just have everybody base out of there to the first of April? All right, because they they want their uh, home home revenue and not disappoint yeah, their own fans. That's dumb, isn't it? That's dumb. Just just a thought that crossed my mind, guys. Hey, uh, I heard Strickland on Steve's show, guys, in a little basketball. But um, I heard a didn't. I was really looking forward to hearing Strickland. I didn't. I missed it today, guys. But I did hear one question, and it was the question. Did y'all hear that today? By the way, nope. Okay, he got a question. I'll probably go back and listen to it a second time to really hear it. But he got a question: What keeps you up is not at night as an AD. And I was expecting him to say NIL, and he beat around the bush, and he finally did say NIL. But um, guys, he also threw a couple of the boilerplate things in that you hear from administrators. I think we're kind of past in 2023. He mentioned Title Nine. He still mentioned in academics. I know you guys want to huff and puff. We do it the right way, blah, 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 like most of these schools want to say publicly. Aren't we past that in 2023? I mean, isn't this all about – I mean, no, nobody's flunking out of school. Are these, I don't even think most of these law schools in the SEC are even requiring the LSAT anymore because certain groups can't pass it. Can we quit talking about academics? Well, there, there's three stupid things you said there. Um, one of them is that nobody's taking the LSAT anymore. You can't get into that's my school. understanding, Pat. Well, your understanding is wrong. Lot, lot, lot of schools are dropping the LSAT to get into law school because certain groups can't pass it. Well, it's not happening in Florida. Whatever. But well, I'm saying, when you hear I don't these, worry about anybody but Florida. So when you hear these ads talking about Title Nine and dudes going to God, class, Title Nine is a national law, right, right, right? Which is why another reason why you got to break away football from from that from women's sports because of Title Nine. But let me just ask you this, Pat: You go sit there. And, let's say Florida got Rashada. All right, Rashada took the thirteen million dollars and he flunks English one hundred and one, which never happens anywhere anymore. What well, would happen then? It does When's the happen. last time you heard of a dude flunking a class? Last year. These dudes have an army of tutors. They're getting phony degrees in three years, Pat. Let's be 100. Yeah, you're uh, 42. Jeff, 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 you got a thought on this? Not really, because I, I know that there's been guys that have left school because of it in, yeah. in multiple sports. And, yeah, they do get tutors, and certainly there's some that, that need the help. But there there's a lot of guys, gosh, that, that I'm, I'm on the team playing for both baseball and football, and I see guys studying constantly. Like they're, they're, when, when you come home from a football trip, there are the coaches watching film, and you walk up and down the aisles, and there's a whole bunch of players reading through their stuff and, and actually working. Hey, guys, one last thing, but I'll ask you one more time. When's the last time you heard of somebody being denied entrance because of Prop 48? When's the last time you heard about APR? When's the last time you heard about some dude flunking the, out of I class? can tell you there's a lot of guys that yeah. don't don't make it into Florida, but they can get into LSU and other places. Tennessee. Okay. What, yeah, I don't know if I buy that at all. I think it's pretty much these dudes are getting – if you're not getting $13 million, you're not flunking out of school. But be honest. But Mike, I'm here. I'm a part of it. I'm not going to sit here and lie to your face just because you have some agenda – and you want to try to say something, it's not right. Well, I can tell you flat out what I witnessed with my own eyes. Well, when's the last athlete that flunked out of Florida? Last year. 
Last year. Who was yeah. it? Several of them. Who was it? I'm not going to tell you. That's not my responsibility. It's public. It's public. No, then it's find not it public. out if it's public. Yeah. I, I just I just think it's all a charade. Right. Find it out if it's guys. public. Go find it out and call me back and tell me well, who it is. I'll tell you. We, I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. This is a dumb argument. I'm right and you guys are wrong. You're you're always wrong. <laughs> academics is it's a track academics record. doesn't matter in the, in the era of NIL academics is a it joke. It absolutely does. Here at least. And that's why other people oh, are probably so passing Florida so by because right. they actually care. So you guys do it right and everybody else does it wrong. Not everybody. Not everybody. I'll ask you one more time. When's the last time a Florida athlete flunked out of Last school? year, several of them. I, I'll give you a good example. Look it up. DeWan Black, who wanted to come here more than anybody in the in the history of Florida, couldn't get in. And he, he had to go to JUCO and finally got in and flunked out. There's several so, baseball players that Kevin O'Sullivan wanted couldn't get in. And they went to other schools and they were really good and a couple of them were playing in the big leagues. Yeah. Okay. Well, like I said, I made my point on that. Right, and, and your, your point, point was, was freaking wrong, wrong Jack Wagon. No, <laughs> I'm glad it was you, not me. I mean, that hung up on him. Well, I got the controls. Well, he's, but it's just, I mean, I know he's just trying to get a rise out of us, but. He didn't get a rise out of me, no, but, but if he but, continues to say that he's right. Well, because basically what he is saying is a, he's, he's racist. And he's basically saying that all these guys who come to school could never get into school. A lot of them couldn't get into to Florida. You're dang right. It's I, I I'm very proud that my daughter's at the University of Florida. That she got my in. daughter probably not going to get in. She's had straight A's her whole life. But the bottom line is to tell me that guys are just faking their way through a degree is is wrong. And there are guys who flunk out, and it happens all the time. All right, I made it through. Four-time all academic, four-time all academic SEC, Mike. I made it through, and, and I got I was, the certificates to prove it. I was never academic all SEC. I oh, can baby. tell you that. Still made it. C's get degrees. Two point three. C's get degrees. Duels. <laughs> we'll be right back. We continue to take your phone calls next on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Matthew Rothman. The Florida Gators baseball team swept the three-game series over Charleston Southern during the weekend after winning 8-0 on Sunday to complete the sweep. The Gators will take on South Florida in Tampa on Tuesday, which is the first of a two-game series against the Bulls. The Gators softball team won both of their games on Sunday against Central Michigan and Delaware State to move to 10-0 on the year. Florida will travel to California for the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic starting on Thursday against Cal State Fullerton and UCLA. Today on Sports Scene with Steve Russell, Athletic Director Scott Strickland said that the program is in the works of planning new renovations to Ben Hill Griffin Stadium that will cost, quote, a few hundred million dollars. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matthew Rothman. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that sight is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. 
And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper. The calendar has turned, and it's time to start planning the annual carnival dressed up as a charity golf tournament known as the Bob Dooley Invitational. Leonardo's is proud to once again be a title sponsor of the funnest event in Gainesville. When you eat at Leonardo's, your money stays in town, and thanks to the support of the tailgate listeners, we're able to continue to make a positive impact in the community. Leonardo's Millhopper is Gainesville's iconic restaurant. Did you say funnest? Hey, just like our garlic butter, I was on a roll. (laughs) Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gators head baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98, 1FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, welcome back. Dools and Dozo here with you. A Sonic Sound Off Monday. Kate is producing today, and... You can hear her voice by measly dialing seven things into your phone, 352-392-8255. And you can talk to Pat Newley. Yay! Or me. I'm actually watching video of the Loyola Chicago 2018 win over Miami. And I'm, I'm trying to remember why I have a Loyola Chicago t-shirt. Now I know. That's why. I may have to buy a lot of them this year. There's a lot of... Because it ain't going to be any positive rooting, so... In the tournament, there's going to be a lot of negative rooting. That is good. Well, never any negative calls except for the last jack wagon they called. So let's get uh, Dan to totally redeem our callers. It's the nicest thing you could have said about him. He's a jack wagon. (laughs) Dan, what's up, buddy? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Uh, Pat, what is your email address that you get stuff at? PatrickDooley54 at gmail.com. 54 Uh, is how old my age. Well, I know how old you are. (laughs) I'm no, it's actually when, the year I was born. When did you take away the stud muffin six nine at Gmail? That was yours. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if you remember or not. I sent you that YouTube video at halftime of the Kansas State game. Um, the Talking Heads. I We're did. On the road to nowhere. Yeah, I actually was. Li- I all, almost made it one of my uh, songs this week, but then I said, "Nah, I'll save it for next week." Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, I'm gonna. I've rewritten a song. I'm going to send it to you. Hopefully you enjoy it. Um, They're still the, on the road uh, to nowhere, though? Is that what you're saying? No, this is another one. This is another one. 
But anyway, I'm going to keep it a secret so you can hopefully okay. laugh out loud. I will. Um, uh, there is a, a, a person, uh, I think it's a female, tall, blonde-haired with the gymnastics team, uh, has short hair, and I see her all the meets. Is, is that a former gator athlete there with them? I, I can't answer that question. Um, yeah, I would have no idea without seeing who but you're I, talking about. Might be, but I, I don't know the answer to that. But I'll, I'll try okay. to find out. Maybe Mary um, Howard, li- who listens to the show, I know all the time, we can tell us who, whether it is or not. She, she's, she's very tall, obviously not a gym, gymnast, but it's like she's a fan or a uh, supporter or something. I well, their their trainer is a blonde. Okay, could be. So, I mean, it, it could be a, the athletic trainer. Um, Megan Skaggs okay. is a part of that staff, too, but she is, I believe she has darker hair. No, this is this is definitely short blonde hair and parted on the side. So, okay, well, thank you. I just thought maybe someone would know because uh, I see her at all the meets and on TV, and she's right there with the team. So, yeah, might, might be the trainer. Okay, great. All right, well, thank you very much, and I'll send you that email, Pat. All right, Dan. Appreciate you. By the way, uh, Mary did text me on um, there was gymnastics radio at some places in Georgia, Alabama, and LSU. Uh, but once the Friday night heights started, which is great, obviously on the SEC network, that kind of stopped because you can watch it. So I, you I did not know that there was gymnastics radio. And she points out uh, she wonders if people knew, and <laughs> I'm going to pronounce this wrong, what a, now nah, I'm going to try, Kachev, Kachev, let me see it, Kachev, Atakachev, a <laughs> do, do you know what that word is? I always wondered who tuned in as who listening really knew what a, Chev was. I don't know what that is. Maybe she spelled it wrong. All right, she's email, she's sending us another email. She's going to carry the show today. Mary, the great Mary Howard, who's, by the way, the best SID I've ever dealt with in my life. Yeah, she's amazing. Oh, God. It, the, the, let me tell you what. I've never been around somebody who has to put, had to put up with more with me than she has. Yeah, can you get Trinity on the phone for me? Can you do this? Can you do that? Can you tell me who was really good in gymnastics in the 70s, you know? Yeah, I mean, and just, just her ability to know so much about oh. everybody and be a part of things. She's getting pretty special, no question. No, she's, she is a big part of why Florida is different. Yeah. As we were trying to tell the moron that lives up in Knoxville. Let's see what uh, Warren's got for us. He joins us next. Hey, Warren. Hey, I just was going to pipe in on that Mike guy. Uh, you know, I, I'm a UF alum, um, Gainesville born and bred. Uh, I used to live in South Bend, Indiana, and uh, spent 22 years there. And, you know, that, that's one of the takes on Notre Dame is the academics. And you don't, you know, you don't get in there and get space to degree. And I don't think Florida's the same way. You know? Florida's uh, the same as who? You don't think that they're the same as Notre Dame as hard? No, I think Florida's the same way as Notre oh, Dame. Oh, yes. I, I think Notre Dame's a little tougher. I would go on like yeah, a on yeah, a absolutely. on a one to ten 
Notre Dame's probably a nine and Florida's probably an eight. Yeah, I mean, there, there's yeah, probably yeah. things that can happen. Yeah. But it would it would be really, really hard but, still. Although Florida did not allow a guy to come here that was at Notre Dame. So yeah. you can have that. Correct. Correct. And uh, other than the Malik Zaire transfer. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but Edward Golson didn't, didn't work exactly. out. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I don't know. He went to that other school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe that's why they get the quote unquote premier athlete. You know, I mean, I, I don't know the Alabamas, the Georgias, the Tennessees. I guess. Yeah, and you know, and, and I think Warren, your, your point's good, and, and hopefully Mike's still listening because he he might be throwing shade at it and and making. But there was He's there trying was trying to get us. There was yeah. more people that made the all academic team this year football wise than in the history of the program no in the history right. of the sec so well yeah right, yeah so i mean that that's right. the kind of stuff that th- there's facts out there that prove how difficult it is and how smart these people are and how much they really try well, and it actually means how, something to them exactly how, how difficult it is to stay for four years mm-hmm. and make that great right yes yeah, correct and let me tell you what you can say well a guy didn't flunk out but there are a lot. Jeff made a good point earlier. There are a lot of guys who goes, "This is too hard. I yeah. don't want to do. I don't want to. I don't want to stay here and have coaches reminding me that I have to go to class today. I don't want to deal with that. I want to go somewhere where they don't. They don't care, like Florida right. State. Yeah. And and how many of those schools, you know, they don't come here from the beginning because they don't want that. You yeah, know? it's it's certainly a part of it. There's no question. You know. So that, that's all I wanted to pipe in. Uh, I, I'm, I appreciate you guys standing up for my alma mater. Uh, of course, it's y'all too. Yeah, very and, true. Uh, that's it's <laughs> the truth, man. And and you know, I'll, I'll go eight and three, seven and four, and do it the right way, like like we're doing it. And hopefully, it gets better. But uh, you know, you you got to realize what you're what you're up against is as a Florida fan. You know that you know that, that it's not just for playing football. It is for going to class. And it's for academics, and that's why we're top five public university. No doubt. Also, they do play twelve games now, so just so you know, that would be the. Re- yeah. You can't be eight three with a twelve game schedule. Although Will Muschamp managed to only play eleven one year. Couple years, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Warren. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate I think it. actually McElwain did Bye. too. He did. His last year, they only played. Did they play eleven because the second game got rained out. Uh, hurricane out, and then the, the next game is the, they beat the heave to cleave, mm-hmm. and then everything went south after that. That it did. John joins us next. Hey, John. Hey, good evening, guys. I'm just tuning in. I've been just running around doing stuff, and I said, "Oh man, it's after five o'clock." I was like, "I'm sorry, I missed your whole show." It was a good one too. Yeah, yeah. you got really maybe, good. Maybe, maybe one of our best. We gave away a car in the first hour. So. <laughs> That's sweet, man. What was it? One of those Yugos or something? No, it was one of those ones that they didn't give away it for the Grand Slam. For the Davis Chevy Grand Slam. <laughs> right there, you go. Hey, uh, you guys. I'm touching base. I'm just tuning into this last bit about this guy talking about you know academics and stuff like that. Didn't Florida State with Dion? Didn't they have a Dion Sanders rule or something? Oh yeah, they, that's when the rule changed because he didn't go to class at all his junior year. Um, and they, they made a rule that you have to have a – it wasn't that you have to go to class. It was that you have to have a plan to make guys go to school. And uh, it is enforced, um, at least here, I know it is. Uh, but it, it was 
I think it's six. You can only miss six classes. Jeff, you would know because you were yeah, an athlete they, here. Yeah, they keep attendance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's six class. If you miss six classes, you can't. Pl- you're ineligible. So wow, that's, um, a, that's a that's a semester, right? Yeah. Yeah, but that's yeah. a that's the Deion Sanders rule, and it was put in place because he did not even attend one class. And look, he could get away with it. I I'm not blaming him. I'm just telling you that's what happened. Okay. Um, now he's a head coach, and I. Here's the interesting thing. If you're if you're a coach at Florida, and I, I think it's this way at a lot of places, don't you have to have a degree? Not only a degree, but I think you have to have a master's at Florida to be a head coach. I think you, really? we used to. I think Steve actually Spurrier had to go and get his master's degree. You have to be at least working towards your master's. I don't think that's right. I think it's true. I'm going to go but with you, that. You have to have a degree to be a, a coach because – one of our coaches back in the day didn't have that and had to leave. Grubby. That's the, the reason they gave Alabama yeah. faking his degrees before uh before Saban. George Santos? Oh uh, um no. Mike Price. To him, didn't he have like faking his degrees or something? Uh, uh, he so. he did a lot of things. They were I mean, he's rolling, baby. So that's that's what his He'll always be known for. It's rolling. When he had the right. hookers in the room. <laughs> there you go. You're a hooker. Um, <laughs> what's it now? now you, that's the uh, famous Dudley Moore line. You're a hooker. I thought I was just doing well with you. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, what a great weekend, uh, baseball and softball. And I was listening to uh, Scott Strickland. Somebody asked him about lack of TV exposure for both. I mean, we didn't have too much baseball overall anywhere on TV. I couldn't find a regular TV, but it's like, well, every, yeah, we everything's on on SEC Plus. Plus so you're you just, also playing Charles. You so, have to yeah. subscribe to it, and once the, okay. the conference play gets in, like I mean, I, I did all three games on TV, so okay. you, you have the, the ability was, to realize that. be able to do good. that. I watched them all. I watched them all. Okay, you I, were, I, you missed, were... I missed that. I missed that aspect. I tried looking for anything. And softball, I know that they had their own little tournament playing. Yeah, you just you just have to subscribe games. to, and, and that's what's great now. I mean, there's over it's nine ninety nine a month. A hundred total so, games. Yeah, uh, it's just during, subscribe to SEC Plus. W- once we get to baseball season, I I sign up because I know I know I'm going to want to watch a lot of games on not only baseball but softball and other sports. So uh, during football season, I don't worry about it. Um, and basketball, you every day. It's on all TV. on ESPN yeah. Plus, you said? Yeah. Yep. ESPN or SEC Plus. Either way, okay. if you sign up for the for it. I'm not trying to sell yeah. sell it. No, for, I mean, that's, that's, I missed all that, you know. Cause yeah. I watched all three games this weekend. Uh, they had the Clearwater tournament with Florida State and Alabama and, you know, some other – I mean, UCLA. I mean, I was like, why do we, why do we seem to miss the boat on that? Clearwater tournament. Yeah, every I don't. Year. I, I I think that's just Tim Walton's way of doing it. He wants to do it his way, and which is to go yeah. to the USF tournament, play that, come back home, host, and then go out to California where he gets to stay in Palm Springs. They play Thursday. They got UCLA Thursday in the second game, which is number two in the country. Uh, that's what he wants to do. He wants to do it that way, and not only that, but it helps your recruiting uh, out there now. When when I think when Tim Walton set up that schedule, a lot of it was because a lot of the players he was getting were from California. Because back in the day, 
that's where all the good players came from was California. But uh, he's he's stuck with that plan, and it's it's worked really well for him. Well, it's working great. You know, I just it's kind of sad that we didn't get. To, I mean, you're going to be playing these, like you said, UCLA. You're going to be Florida State. You got Alabama, so it's not like these. No, nah, they got out on these. They don't have to worry about their strength of schedule. Believe me. I got you. Hey, great show, guys. As always, and I'll holler at you guys later. All right, John. Appreciate you. We need a break, so we'll do that. Come back with more. You are listening to the tailgate. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold, hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. After a very warm afternoon, temperatures through the evening hours will drop gradually through the 70s and eventually land into the middle 50s by tomorrow morning. Much like what we had this morning, there is the potential for some early morning patchy areas of dense fog. Otherwise, tomorrow, mostly to partly sunny skies, highs in the low 80s, even warmer by Wednesday and Thursday. We could be talking about near record heat. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. You have dogs? Nah, how many dogs? No, the reason I asked is because I was happened to be looking through my phone. Dog was literally licking a baby's face. And, oh, that's so cute. J. You are dogs. That's the problem dog. with you. Well, until I recognized that the baby was like six weeks old. Like Baby's going to be immune to disease. That for the rest is of so the year old. Dog's mouths are clean as being on earth. 
third, you know, whatever. P, J, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Mississippi Queen bringing us back here. Uh, again, thanks to Mary Howard, who is should be our fact checker on the show. She should just, well, she shouldn't just sit here and do this because she's got her own job. <laughs> um, she She's a good fact checker. Karen Worth is a strength coordinator at Florida that we were talking about that somebody asked about. And, and Karen's been around for a long yeah. time. She was an All-American swimmer back in the Deratories days, yeah. according to Mary. Uh, it's called the Kashev. Or Ka Shev, I still can't pronounce it right, is the uh, uneven bars routine they did. You couldn't get it either, so no, don't look at me like no, that. No, I didn't know that. And then uh, you don't have to have a master's, you have to have a degree, though, to coach at Florida. I'm telling you, there was a time in my life where you had to get a master's, or you had to be working towards a master's. I may have dreamed it. You did. <laughs> My wife has a master's. That's good. I'm guessing you don't. I don't. I got time for that. I don't either. Plus, what what good would it do me? But my wife got one. I I'm very proud of her for the, for many things. Poor things, home sick right now. But um, I'm very proud of her for getting her master's degree. It was a big moment in her life. Yeah, and you know, for for those of you who are listening, when. Uh, I was going to say a bad word, but I'll get in trouble. Okay. Don't when do Mike that. called, you and he, he said everything's public record. No, it's not when it comes to students. So, no. I, so I was antagonizing him, telling public him record. to look it up because I knew he would never find it. Yeah, but, but we did have a couple people yeah. call and say that. So I just want to know that, yes, we do know that. But that used I to was be, trying to steer him in the wrong direction. That used to be the answer. Anytime you would ask Jeremy Foley a question about a, a student athlete, he would always say, he would go, Buckley. <laughs> and Buckley Amendment. Is that Terrell Buckley? No, I don't think it was named after him. I don't, I don't think it was. He's coaching the XFL team in Orlando. I did Orlando. see him. Did you watch? I, here's the things I watched that I, if you had told me I was going to watch these on Sunday, I would have said, you're out of your mind. Okay? But I did watch pieces of okay. all these things. You ready? Yeah. Because I was homesick, not feeling well. XFL, I did watch a little bit. I like the gimmicks, don't like the game. There's nobody, although A.J. McCarron was leading his team on a comeback, and they won their game. Um, so I did watch a little XFL. I watched three plays of the NBA All-Star game. I watched... Um, what was the other thing I watched that you, I never thought I would watch? Oh, I watched the Daytona 500, which I said I do watch it every year. I try to at least turn it on and mm -hmm. say, hey, I watched the 500. 
And I watched the end of The Masked Singer. Interesting. And because I came back from, Karen and I went out and had dinner. We, we've, I, I told you earlier, we've gotten into the, uh, um, or she was already into it, but I've, I started watching the uh, Jack Ryan with Krasinski. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and uh, I went back into my office to watch whatever was going to be on. And the Masked Singer was on. It was, and I've never watched it. It was the very end of it. Um, and so they had the two people that were in the finals. One of them was named Sarah Evans. Do you know who that is? She's a country singer. I do. Never heard of her. I don't know who that is. The other one I never heard of either. And I'm like, well, that's not, uh, how is that celebrities? I don't know if that's. Sarah really Evans is a celebrity. Is she? I'll find out who the other one is. And they probably are too. Could have been Little Baby. I think it was actually, I think it was Tennessee Mike was little, the other one. Little Baby? <laughs> they were, they, the only reason I stayed with it, because they were singing that Rihanna song, Shine Bright Like a Diamond. Yeah. Which and is you're all into Rihanna now. Well, I, a little bit. Yeah, she was really good at the Super Bowl. and um, But they sang it really well. So I, I, I hung with it. So then they're professional. That is the five minutes, uh, I watched five minutes of the 500. Five minutes of the All-Star Game, five minutes of Mass Singer. I'm done for the year. All right. We'll give uh, ATX Gator five minutes then. Stay with the theme. What's up, man? <laughs> hey, fellas. Uh, nice to uh, have a, a weekend we can be excited about. I get Charleston Southern is, is garbage, evident by some of the fielding plays that mm-hmm. we got to witness. Well, that was uh, their, their weakness was they just they gave away so many runs in that that week yeah i mean they they stunk i mean i, I it, but i thought jeff i mean and again you you tell me but i thought the gators did what they needed to to a team that was bad where in years past you know not that they wouldn't win those games but they're not mercying them in the seventh inning like they should and i know maybe they couldn't have you know what i mean but like, they did the things they should have as a good team against a team that wasn't so good. Yeah, no, I, I um, completely agree, and I, I said that to somebody else, too. And, and to me, the neat part of it was you know, why it didn't really do much damage offensively, and, and neither did Caglione. So you've got the two guys that probably are going to lead your team in RBI and, and all these other things, and, and they weren't necessarily great, but everybody else was other than – Colby Halter, but you had freshmen come in and do their thing. I mean, you got a guy in the leadoff spot now that looks like he can really control the bat. Rivera got on base, gosh, seven or eight times throughout the entire weekend with walks and hit by pitches and that kind of stuff. And then, I mean, Ryapel getting him back was ginormous. So it's almost like Sully got back. There's some really good freshmen, but I mean, you got Sprout back, you got Ryapel back. Halter came back, Rivera came back, and both of those guys could have probably left. So there's a lot of veterans. There's some really good young talent, and there's depth, especially in the pitching staff. I mean, there's five or six guys that were so good in the fall and in the spring, and they haven't even pitched yet. Yeah. So there's a lot of options that I'm excited to see. Yeah, and I love, too, it felt like they had that attitude too, you know, a little bit of swagger to them, even though they were playing a team that wasn't good, they didn't necessarily, you know, kind of loaf around or, sure. you know, they, they were, you could tell the energy on them, right. They're taking an extra bag here or there. Um, you know, I also loved it. Stealing bases like, up nine runs. <laughs> yeah, that, But again, you want to end the game now with this 10, with a 10. 10 run rule. You want to go ahead and end it, you know, get it over with. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was wondering if it was that or if Sully was trying to, like, instill the mindset. Hey, this is who we're going to be this year, and I don't care who we're playing or what the score is. Let's get used to doing the things I want us to do this year. Uh, Jeff um, would know better. Do you think it was more to get to the 10 runs and, and get get out of there, or do you think it was just trying to be, stay aggressive? No, yeah, I, I think that's what it was because he, he doesn't like to play like that unless there's obviously a goal at the end and you get yeah. that opportunity to save some arms. I remember Lopes, it was if you were up seven, you never stole. I think it, I think it up, was a rule. Up eight. eight. Up eight, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. Up eight, you didn't steal yep. days. Yeah. And the other thing, too, I thought was nice, there were a couple times – you know, with, with two outs where the Gators got a couple hits, mm-hmm. right? It was, you know, and, and you know, and I they scored gosh, eight unearned runs in one game because the guy made an error early in the inning and it would have, so every run was unearned after that, but they kept getting two out hits. But no, you're, you're, and you're right because there was several instances where guys were on third, only one out, and there would either be a strikeout or a pop-up, so that guy didn't deliver, but then the guy right behind him picked him up. I know Rivera did it once. Ty Evans did it twice. So there was several times throughout the lineup where the guys picked up each other with two outs. It was cool. Yeah, yeah. And, Jeff, what's uh, – Holter play, started Friday, sat Saturday, played Sunday. Am I correct there? Um, sat Saturday. He started Friday and Sunday. Is is that going to maybe be the norm for us this year? No, I think they're still trying to figure it out. And I think Colby didn't look well kind of the last couple of weeks of, of the spring. And I just think he's pressing a lot. And, and he hurt his hand in the fall, so he's still trying to work his way back. It was unfortunate because he was an all-star in the Cape last year and was hitting it really, really well. And I think he's just starting to press too much. And you could see it with his at-bat Sunday. There was a lot of just pop-ups and, and things not going the right way. So you have other options, and I think early on in the season he might try to give some other guys a chance, and then we'll see if it's inevitably going to be Holter when the SEC rolls around. He had to get that uh, big oh. chaw out of his mouth. I mean, he had that big, yeah, huge, that. giant chaw in the first game, and then the third <laughs> game he had gone down to just regular gum. I don't mm-hmm. know. If, I don't know if that chaw was tobacco or whether it, it was. can't be tobacco. Hey. No, somebody <laughs> would say something. Hey. It was pretty big. Well. Hey, listen. Like I said, I know, I know. You know, Charleston Southern wasn't uh, some epic opponent, but it was just nice to have a good weekend, something we could be proud about, and a team that, um, you know, I think we can feel confident about and cheer for. Um, you know, with some, you know, positive results here. So we'll talk to you here again soon. Have All a right. great rest of the week. ATX Gator, thank you. Appreciate that. We'll take a break, and then we're going to come back. And I got a question for you, okay, about swagger, and is it? over the line so this, be, be prepared for this all right we'll do that next wrap up a sonic sound off monday here on the tailgate gainesville sports center here's what's trending now on espn 98.1 fm 850 a.m wruf good afternoon i'm matthew rothman the florida gators baseball team swept the three-game series over charleston southern during the weekend after winning eight nothing on sunday to complete the sweep the Gators will take on South Florida in Tampa on Tuesday, which is the first of a two-game series against the Bulls. The Gators softball team won both of their games on Sunday against Central Michigan and Delaware State to move to 10-0 on the year. Florida will travel to California for the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic starting on Thursday against Cal State Fullerton and UCLA. Today on Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Athletic Director Scott Strickland said that the program is in works of planning new renovations to Ben Hill Griffin Stadium that will cost, quote, a few hundred million dollars. 
That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matthew Rothman. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With Express Shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Got chronic joint pain but want to avoid steroids and surgery? Take some advice from pro football legend Emmett Smith. Call QC Kinetics. Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life with biologic therapies that get your body to repair and restore damaged tissue. These exciting new regenerative treatments from local medical professionals can help your body heal itself with lasting pain relief. Trust me, you want to avoid surgery if you can. Check out these biologic treatments to see what your options are. QC Kinetics, restorative, regenerative solutions with no downtime, no surgery, no drugs. I'm talking about joint pain we all can relate to in your knees, your shoulders, your hips, and your lower back. They'll get you feeling good again. Get relief now. What are you waiting on? Make the call to QC Kinetics. Tell them Emmett Smith sent you. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. Get ready for an unprecedented diamond buying opportunity at International Diamond Center. Three days only, March 3rd, 4th, and 5th. IDC is opening the vault with the largest selection of hand-picked diamonds ever seen here. And you can buy like a dealer buys. Choose from thousands of GIA and Forever Mark diamonds. These are the best of the best. Certified by the world's top gem labs. Ethically sourced and hand-selected for remarkable brilliance. Rare, precious diamonds at prices never seen before. Rounds, princess cuts, emerald cuts, cushion cuts, ovals. From 1 carat to 20 carat diamonds. All on sale. It's IDC's largest and most aggressive public diamond buying event ever. And if that wasn't enough, we're offering long-term zero-interest financing on any diamond purchase. Plus, for these three days, you get extra savings and incentives on all engagement ring mounting, including the entire collections from both Takori and Viragio. Don't miss this amazing opportunity, an open-to-the-public multimillion-dollar diamond buying event next weekend only, March 3rd through 5th, and only at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we're back here. We only have about three minutes left in the show, less than that probably. So I'm going to ask Jeff this tough question to round out the show. It's been a great Monday, good callers. Tomorrow, Robbie Andrew will be joining me in here. Jeff will be, of course, heading on a team bus down to lovely Tampa, Florida. I know you can't wait. See the replica Odom. Yeah, that'll be fun. All right, so here's the question. Okay, there was a play early in the game yesterday. Ryapel hits a line drive to right field. Guy drops it. Mm-hmm. Lolly gags it. He lolly gagged it first. Well, Ryapel turns in a double. I'm I'm appreciative of his hustle, but he wasn't hustling early in the when he was when he first hit it. He's kind of jogging, and and Rivera gets on him. Go go go. 
And then he starts wagging his finger at the right fielder. Too much for me. That's just the way he plays. I know, but I think there, there's got to be – there. that's what I'm saying about taking it over the line. But I don't think it was over the line because it's not like he just does it in spurts every now and then. Like it's just it's his competitive nature and what gets him going. So you're not going to stop. But he, you're saying doing, he always is a jack wagon. I don't think that's being a jack wagon because you don't know what it was. He's taunting. No, you don't know that. Just because he was wagging his finger doesn't mean that you know what happened. He's wagging his finger because the guy dropped a ball. I mean, what is? That's not what happened. What do you mean? That's not what happened. That's not why he was doing it. Why was he doing? I'm it? I'm not going to tell you. Oh, it's always an inside story that nobody can be, nobody can reveal. But it's just you—you you can't take uh, that. Would be like telling Colin Castleton to not be aggressive and fiery and and not yell at the referees every yeah. time he gets fouled. Yeah, I don't. I I've never. I felt that was over the line. But that's and the you're way you're going to tell me off the air why but, it wasn't over the line. But I'm still. But that's the way BT plays. I don't have a problem with his fire. I thought that was over the line. That was the only negative thing I saw about the whole okay. weekend. Can't take it away from him. Guy was really good. I, I I just think there is a line that I see that you don't see. Okay. Well, I see the clock and says we're done. <laughs> so let's get out of here. Kate, thanks for producing today. Have fun tomorrow. Everybody that called you, yeah, it'll be uh, Dules and Robbie Andrew tomorrow as I'm down there. But you can listen to the game Yep. on uh, WRUF. Be out five minutes early, and we'll take over. I think we got the plus tomorrow, right too. After right? That. I'll watch it. Be South Florida broadcasters. I'll Who still cares? watch it. Bye-bye. WRUF Gainesville. U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 98.